one. All right. What is up, everyone? This is Primetime Kansas City, and on today's episode, we will be talking about how the Chiefs, uh, I'm not even saying they got back to their winning ways because they should have lost that game last night. We'll go over all other Week 8 NFL, uh, predict Week 9 of the NFL, crazy that we are officially at the halfway point. Uh, yeah, the World Series World is still series, going I on. Guess. <laughs> still going on. We'll talk about it when it's done. But yeah. yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, Chiefs, Giants, twenty to seventeen. To be honest, if we played literally any other team, not named the Dolphins or Jaguars, I think we lose. Or Lions. I think we lose that game. I just have to say because people have all season long tried to say that, oh well, the turnovers will come back down to normal eventually. Like that, they, they have to regress eventually. At what point do you just look at it and just be like, they're not going to regress eventually because there's no signs of that. They've turned it over 19 times in eight games. like Which has already are... broken Reed's record for most turnovers in a year. Interceptions happen, and like Pat's thrown more than obviously he ever has, but it's fumbles that just baffle me. Nine fumbles in eight games. I, How does that happen? Like That's unbelievably bad. And it's not like it's just like one player. It's not like it's a strip sack. It's like everybody's fumbling. Nobody is being held accountable for these fumbles. Yeah, I mean, it's so bizarre. Like, is there a, is there a reason? I I can't like figure out why a whole team can have such a a bad habit of just not not taking any sort of care of the ball. And look, it it hurts too because the offense really doesn't work that well in the first place anyway. Um. And I mean, I think I think you guys would agree that the best thing we had last night was the run. I yeah. mean, the passing option was very stale. It, Mahomes was frequently trying to force the ball to Hill and Kelsey, and I mean, it was probably because there were no other options for him. I mean, he would be extending plays six, seven seconds, and you'd watch, and no one would have any separation. Um, it's rough for them right now. I mean, even if you cut out the turnovers, you're not certain how good of a product you have on that side of the ball. Well, shit. I mean, at one point last night uh, during the game, we had gotten to the point, it might have been after the Kelsey fumble, that we have, on, on offense at that point, had turned the ball over on 24% of our possessions. So literally a fourth of your possessions are turnovers. Like, that is unheard of. That's like, his, I don't even think if you went back to like the 1950s when they didn't even fucking know how to play football, really. They just were hitting each other. I don't even think it was that bad back then. Like, it is atrocious right now. Yeah. It's rough. And, okay, I guess the one thing I'll take positive out of it, pass rush looked a little better, um, but that's kind of the Giants' O-line is not yeah. very good. Um, it but was. Jones, Jones with more inside snaps, and I think we're going to see him there. Gonna, yeah, they yeah. Reed alluded to that. He said that Jones is really good in the nose and tackle especially position. With, especially with you know Melvin Ingram coming in. I don't really expect to see him in that position but, at all. I mean, what was interesting that I didn't know, I mean, I knew he played decent last night, but that was the highest-graded game Frank Clark's had as a Chief. He had never, from Pro Football Focus, had a grade of over 80. Last night he had a 91 grade. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, I, I'm happy to see that. And, I mean, I would like to think that maybe the pass rush can start to be good. I mean, with, with Ingram out there. And then I guess the other thing we have to say is Willie Gay, Willie Gay had a pretty good game. I would say, yeah. Um, at least from my test, he had the pick. And look, he's just everywhere. I mean, he's yeah. a really quick, just a fast presence, which is not a characteristic of the other linebackers that we have. So no, that Willie was a Gay, welcome thing. 
Willie Gay and Nick Bolton are starting to turn into like two linebackers that I'm actually enjoying to watch with this Chiefs team. I mean, now we had Melvin Ingram. I mean, like, and we have the Honey Badger. It's just like there's just those two guys that we all know that we're talking about. If you take them out, this is an average defense. It could be, yeah. And but with Daniel Sorensen and Ben Neiman, we're a shitty defense. I don't get it. I simply don't understand it. And Neiman, I guess I get to an extent because can Bolton and Gay play every single down? I mean, I understand putting him in at some points, but Daniel Sorensen should not see the field. He should be a special teams player only if you're going to have him on the roster. Dude is certified butt juice. Dude is terrible. He had an awesome career here. Like, went from an undrafted free agent, made some great plays for us. He had some very clutch plays in our, you know, playoff runs. But it's over. It's like yeah. this year he has been cooked. He is terrible. And if Daniel Jones is going to do that, this next stretch of Rodgers, Carr, and Prescott, oh, my God. It, he's going to get so embarrassed. Like, what and does it's not it just take the, for him to get cut? That's what I want to know. Fuck getting cut. Just bench him. Like, I, like I said, you don't have to necessarily – I'd like to get rid of him, but you don't necessarily have to embarrass him even like that. You could just put him on special teams. Like, it is so bizarre to me. Yeah, I can't name one time. I cannot name one time with this season, or at least in my recent memory, where Thornhill or Honey Badger just had a complete blown coverage where they just left someone wide open. Like and I don't he remember. does it twice a game, and he does it every game. Yeah, like, and then he, the just the cherry on top is a pass interference fifty yards down the field while allowing a catch. I don't know if I've ever seen that. <laughs> but like yeah. he finds new ways to be shitty every week, and it's not just Chiefs fans that are mad at this. Like. You've got real, like, Shannon Sharp last night tweeting he needs to be benched. Like, it's gotten to, like, a point where, like, everyone's laughing at you for playing him. And that ultimately comes down to Reed and Spags because they're the ones that keep putting him out there. Well, okay, and maybe maybe I'm wrong with this, but sometimes I wonder if, like, he's not even a safety. Like, he's not obviously big enough, but, like, all of his qualities scream linebacker at me, yeah, for one. Yeah. And it's like we're playing a we're playing a missized linebacker at safety, pretty much. I mean, that's the way I look at it. When he gets put into coverage against guys that can, like, you know, actually get up the field quickly, he's he's in trouble. And I mean, he doesn't really cover the deep areas well either, because we saw that against Buffalo. I mean, I I truly wonder what UC has. You know, throw him in for a blitz. You're going to blitz yeah. a safety, sneak him in there, and, you know, that's what he does well. Just sprinting rough shot at the quarterback or, you know, making a hit on a runner. But, my God, everything else is just terrible. I mean, it's and so I, bad. I, I'll add this. Like, he's clearly, through his time here, an intelligent player. Like, when he sniffed out that fake punt in the divisional round, he's, it's not that he's stupid. It's that he's physically unable to do yeah. these things. Like, you're putting him in a spot to where he cannot do what you're asking of him. And that's your fault, not his. Like, it's at one point, yeah, like, at first, it's his fault for sucking. But now, it's your fault for putting him out there knowing that's going to be the result. It's every single week, and you don't adjust. It, I'm not I'm not even, it's not even I'm mad at Sorensen anymore. Like, of course, I don't think he's a good player. But at some point, you got to get rid of him. Like, at some point, it falls on someone else. Yeah. Okay, and I, I want to say one other thing just about the Chiefs as a yeah. whole. I mean... Look, the the past three years, we've been pretty accustomed to seeing a a team with swagger and confidence. There was literally none of that last year. Like, complete, I mean, you can just see it, that like, every time they cut to Travis Kelsey's face, just complete, like, shit, you know? Like, 
just uh it hurts to see it they're they are very much not at all the team that they were before and i mean it's it's glaringly obvious in a number of ways they don't look like it they don't play like it no it's rough it really is do you think think that because of like us not having a wide receiver number two like there's just no like no, you know I don't think that there's one position that you can say fixes the whole thing because it doesn't. You get in a wide receiver too, sure, maybe more guys are open, then you still have the problem of turnovers, or yeah. maybe you limit the turnover problem and you still have that. And then defense, like we can shore up the pass rush, but like, man, if we play a team with a good receiving core, like oh, our defensive God. backs are in trouble because not only now, I mean, look, Jackson last year made the like Rashad Fenton's going to be on Antonio Brown. Like, if we played the Bucks again, like, I don't even know the name of the person that would be guarding, like, yeah. their third receiver, which is a, a big-name guy with the, the guys that they have. So, Maybe. it's just, yeah. they, they there's no single thing you can do to shore up these problems. Really. You found, though, I think last night, you might have not had the perfect game you wanted, but I think you found something in that game that could be sustainable, and that was in the trenches that you dominated. And that's yeah. a way that this team can get back to being... Once you start dominating the trenches, that too high safety look is gone because yeah. people are they can't allow. I understand in today's era, all the people with analytics and stuff are talking about like you know running backs are replaceable. You need to throw the ball more. Well, when you're getting these looks, you have to make them respect yeah. the run, or else you're gonna keep getting these. You're never gonna get a good play because they're just gonna. It's basically prevent defense every single time, and Mahomes refuses to take the check down half the time. Yeah, and, and the other thing is a lot of time last night we were taking the check down and we weren't getting anything after it, like two right. yards. No run after the catch, nothing. Yeah. They, yeah. And so, yeah, and what what is the number one solution to all of that? It's running the ball. And, I mean, I think we kind of saw it because the drives where they committed to the run. Oh, my God, yeah. Like instant touchdown, you know, like. And yeah. then we, we kind of stopped running it on that last drive where we had to kick the field goal and, like, yeah. We were pretty much trudging, just handing it off, play after play. I mean, yeah, you have to make them respect. The The bottom line with us not being able to make big plays isn't that we don't have the ability to do it. It's that we have to we have to do things to make them respect something other than the big play because we've made it pretty obvious that that's what we have to do to put up a lot of points. And, sorry, I mean, the other thing that comes down to it is just discipline so many penalties and that kills your ability to make a you know a trickle up the field in the trenches drive you know oh yeah and that's i think penalties are direct result of these turnovers i think you get into these third and longs these second and longs hell even first and longs and guys try and do too much rather be mahomes trying to force a ball or guys trying to make too much after the run happen i think you can arguably say you know a lot of these penalties these holding penalties i put you in first and 20 are resulting in guys trying to do too much after that to yeah. make up for it. Oh yeah. And it's it's a problem. Like it's got to stop. 12 penalties is unacceptable. Like it's a miracle you won that game. You had over 100 yards in penalties. You can't afford to do that. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's rough. I mean, they look, they're the the Chiefs returning to what like we want them to be is literally just going to require like something that you can't explain. Like they're just going to have yeah. to get better. Like there's no clear solution really it's just gonna have to be one way or another they fix it um, i will say the play calling i am not like i know the running was better last night but i 
have thought the play calling has been so shit this year on yeah, offense. Yeah, I mean, and, it kind of goes down to if if you're not having a good offense, the play calling looks shit. If you are, I know, but good. there's but like what happens is like I'm I'm like alluding to, and they do this at least once a game. Second and ten, draw. Are you fucking kidding me? Like stop. That hasn't worked once this season, and they do it once a game. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, there's there's things that are imperfect. I agree. I mean. Yeah, and it boils down to I just do not know how we're even with the Packers, but I, I digress. Which we'll, we'll get, get to that. later, but let's get into other games. We'll leave it at that. Start off with Thursday Night Football. Packers, Cardinals, 24-21. Packers are now 7-0 without Devontae Freedom, Freeman. Or not Devontae Freeman. Devontae Adams. Adams. Um, to say I'm shocked that the Packers won this game would be an, would mean I'm lying. I mean, who would I rather take in a – quarterback battle Aaron Rodgers or Kyler Murray Aaron Rodgers by a mile um, I really like what'd you get from this game especially you Jackson yeah what I got from this game was that uh, it is a disservice to not have Matt LaFleur in your coach of the year conversations because that guy is a freaking stud on a short week on the road versus an undefeated team it depleted no defensive coordinator no Adams no Lazard no Scantling and he comes up with a hell of a game plan. I mean, Green Bay had the ball 75% of that game. They hogged it. Arizona knew they couldn't get the ball downfield, and they still couldn't stop Green Bay. It's a testament to the physicalness of Green Bay's offensive line. And let's be honest, Green Bay, you know, when they got blown out in the NFC Championship game versus the 49ers, and this last year when they lost in the NFC Championship game, a lot of that came down to they weren't physical enough. They got bitched around. On Thursday night, they, they bitched Arizona around. They were completely dominating that game. So to me, Green Bay, like, I know I'm completely biased here. And, you know, I did – I it is going to be a biased take here regardless. So you guys are just going to have to live with it. But without so many uh, – 11 starters missing, if they get healthy, they've got to be the team to beat right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean – I would also don't. think – I also think it's one of the most impressive wins of Aaron Rodgers' career. I know it's a regular oh, season yes, game. Yes, I agree. But holy shit. Everyone How many quarterbacks win that game? How many quarterbacks win that game? Like, Brady and Rodgers? Anybody else? Like, that was ridiculous. Like, to go in there with Jawan Winfrey, Equinemius St. Brown, like, all of these practice squad wide receivers and then Cobb, and win it. And not to mention, Tunyon, our tight end, tears his ACL in the middle of the game. Like, it was ridiculous to win that game. Green Bay had every reason not to show up and play well, and they they somehow got out of there with a win. So, yeah, I'm very pleased with that. Yeah, uh, all right. Packers-Falcons, pa- or Panthers-Falcons, excuse me. Panthers get back to their winning ways. The first week I don't pick them this year. Of course they win. Yeah, this um, was ugly. It wasn't very ugly talk about it. Something else that was ugly was Matt Ryan's hand. Oh, God. That was some, I'm surprised that, was that doesn't some happen good more Halloween often. makeup. To be honest, I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often. Yeah, uh, this next game, Titans Colts was actually one hell of a game. Hell of a game. Uh, Derek Henry is out for the remainder of the year. That's the biggest yeah, thing that I mean, came out of this game. They won, but they lost. Yeah, how big of a uh, downfall is this for this Titans team? Like, where do you see them now in the AFC, John? John's also definitely okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, John will be back. Uh, I'll answer Jackson, your question, you Josh. I've got my hand up. Call on me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think this is detrimental to the Titans season. I don't think that's a hot take. I do 
think they win the AFC South still just because you're competing with the Jags and the Texans, and then you've already swept Indianapolis, so literally Indianapolis would have to have a better record than you. I don't know if that happens. Listen, this is why they brought in Julio Jones. Maybe they're gonna have to become a passing team now. They're gonna have to, you know, push the ball down the field. AJ Brown, Tannehill, and Julio Jones. That's gonna be the difference for the Titans this year. If those guys can get going, they can get a great passing game going, they'll probably win 10, 11 games. But if they can't adjust, if they can't overcome this injury, you're probably looking at like nine and eight or eight and nine. Like it's not a good look right now. John, where do you see the Titans in the AFC now without Derrick Henry? Oh, yeah. I mean, Jackson, I pretty much just echo what he said. And I mean, I think that they're, have, they're solidly set up for it. A.J. Brown's been doing great these past he few weeks. Great. He's been absolutely unstoppable. Um, Which yeah, the question is whether or not they can keep that up without the you know constant threat of Derrick Henry. Because um, I think that's it's going to make it difficult. Because Brian Tannehill has pretty much always had him to lean on. And it'll be interesting to see how things go without it because he is the he's the thing that everyone's worried about with their offense. So now that all you have to do is worry about Tannehill, it might be a little different. We'll see. It definitely takes him out of the Super Bowl race. Like that, I'm not oh, even yeah. sure they were in it necessarily, but they would have been long shots. But they, I would say they're in it. They were in it. You still think they're in it? I mean, no, no, no. Before, oh, before yeah. they had Henry's out, I think, I think they it's were. Not, uh, it's also not like it's. They think he'll miss the rest of the season, but it's not official he'll miss the rest of the season. So there is well, a Adam glimmer Schefter's, of hope. Adam Schefter is saying he's out for the rest. Of the yeah, I would be interesting, like training people saying that his injury, like if he came back, it would be like very unprecedented. So, okay, but I also well, did I, see at the same time six to ten weeks. So. Like, I don't think he'll be back, to be honest, but I could, like, if they make a playoff run, they're in the divisional round yeah. of the championship game. I wouldn't be totally surprised if he gave it a go at, like, 60%. I, like wonder, he if might... he, I wonder if he didn't keep running on that injury if if he could have saved himself from getting surgery. I mean, they, they ran his ass into the ground. He already had 200-plus carries yeah. and were in the midseason. Like, they, this was bound to happen, unfortunately. Yeah, they just exactly. wore his ass out. I don't know if Adrian Peterson can do anything. <laughs> they signed him, but we'll see. All right, and then the uh, only game that won somebody a lock or underdog of the week, it is the Bills-Dolphins. John, are you glad that we made you sick with the Bills? Um, yeah, I mean, if, if I could have normally switched, taking Giants plus 10, which would also worked. But um, anyway... Yeah, I'm glad. Um, I know. I realized right when I said that, I was like, wait, he would have won either way. I could have I could have put it together if I wouldn't have been so unoptimistic about the Chiefs, though, and just gone with my gut and taken the I know. Packers. Like, I was just going to say, that's yeah. literally the only rule. You yeah, can't pick that's the same. Rough. You can't change, and you can't pick I know. the same No, game. I agree. But anyway, yeah. Um, I honestly didn't realize this was a win. When I was, like, checking it, I was like, oh, it's a close game. Like, the Bills aren't going to cover that. Somehow they did. I didn't really see what happened. Um, Late cover. Yeah. Starting zero and one, you you have won seven in a row. You are literally the yep. Packers. Yeah. No. I <laughs> yes, mean, sir. I feel like Keep there's up, a very John. high possibility that I go to go to seven and nine or seven and ten by the end of the year, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This there's not much from that game. The Bills just couldn't really get it going, but there's nothing to be worried about. This are you game, guys though, surprised? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say this. I was gonna say, are you guys surprised the Dolphins didn't get Deshaun today? 
No. no. It's too big of a risk for like how much Tua's, they were asking. I feel like Tua's mental shit is absolutely ruined there, though. Oh, yeah. yeah you Tua, know, I mean, Tua I would, literally said in a press conference last week, I know I'm not loved here. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they he, he doesn't like benched him twice last year, then this entire season they've only talked about replacing him. So I, I, that's an odd situation right now. Uh, and I don't then, know yeah. why they didn't just – if they really wanted to do this so bad, they should have just kept Fitzpatrick because he was fine for them. I don't I know mean, what the hell's going on. Like, Tua's not special, but they completely butchered this beginning of his career. Like, you gave him no confidence. You showed him no confidence. Like, it was – the thing is, if you take Tua Tagovailoa in this previous draft, how many quarterbacks in that, that are rookies right now would have been better? Mac Jones? That's about it. <laughs> Tua's been playing better than, like, Lawrence, Fields, those guys. So it's really the class he was taking in because Burrow and Herbert are just so freaking good that he gets all of this push – like – he looks like shit when, re- in reality, in a normal rookie class, he probably doesn't get all this hate. You know, I have to think, too, that it's kind of um, it's kind of like the Dolphins just picked him because they had to pick him. Yeah. But in a part of it that from the beginning, they haven't felt like it was right. I agree. God, it is so rare that you take a second overall player and bench him behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, of all people. But yeah, I suppose. Weird. All right, Bengals Jets, the game of Mike White. Oh Holy my God. shit! Yes, my God, I didn't even know who Mike White was, but I I think everyone knows who he is now. I actually don't, but I didn't see this game. Wait, well, he uh, won a guy a lot of money because someone bet a thousand dollars he would lead the lead the league in passing this past week, and I think it came out to how much? Did how much? One hundred twenty-five thousand. Jesus. He bet a thousand dollars on plus twelve fifty. Like plus twelve fifty. The odds had to be like the odds had to be like the Lions winning the Super Bowl. Like that's how fucking bad that had to have been. That's unbelievable. God, yeah, that's Jesus. (laughs) But the fact that that dude put a thousand dollars on Mike White to have the most passing yards. A thousand dollars to spend. Like, yeah, he has money to spend. Like, no one in their right yeah. mind's actually oh, yeah. doing that. No. Have you no. seen? You guys remember Trevor Plouffe? I'll go off track for a second. The oh yeah, baseman. Yes, yeah, so he predicted the World Series, right? He bet, but he bet. He said on March thirty first, he said Braves over Astros in six. If you put a thousand dollars on that, and the Braves win tonight, you would win twenty five point six million dollars. Yeah. No. That is bizarre. I mean, if, if you can actually get it that good, but I mean, God, that's damn near impossible. Oh, I know. I'm just, I just thought it was cool. Watch the Braves win tonight. I really hope that would be so sick. Yeah, I There's your it. MLB talk. <laughs> yep, there you All go. Right. But yeah, yeah Bengals, Bengals uh, just kind of blew it. They had the one seed, they had everything going their way, and then Mike White came in and said, fuck no, baby. Classic, classic letdown spot. I keep predicting it for the Titans, but it was the Bengals. You get the biggest win of the last five years, and they come in and they overlook the, the fucking Jets. You know, I would have, I honestly had a feeling the Jets could compete in this game with Zach Wilson, and then I pussied out once it was Mike White. But yeah, they, uh, Sala had those guys ready. Impressive yeah, John, for the Jets. Are you, you should be 6 and 2 right now. If I thought for some odd reason Joe Flacco was playing. Because yeah. that's yep. the game you wanted. Yeah, it is the game I wanted, but um, sometimes it's how the cookie crumbles, doesn't it? Yep, I <laughs> All right. John last week. Next game, Steelers-Browns, 15-10. Browns lose yet again. I think the Browns are, what, 3-5? and five? 
Four and four. They are four and four. Four and, and four. And Baker Mayfield sucks. Jackson, I fully agree that Thank they you. should just play Case Keenum. Okay, and, well, sorry, Baker's hurt. Baker's game. hurt. No, I don't care. I don't care. Here's the deal. I Like, he sucks, and Thank they're going to end up paying him $35 million a year if they keep starting him. Because if he's Which a quarterback is fine with us. Year, That's fine with us. Be an expe- there's going to be an expectation. No, I'm just saying, if I'm the Browns, like, they're stupid. If they don't, if they don't put in case, because it seems pretty clear that they're just as effective, and one of them is a mega celebrity, and the other one is some nobody that had a crazy year at Houston. So, I would, I would stick with Case Keenum. I think that this Browns team faces one of the most interesting <laughs> decisions coming up with that Baker contract, <laughs> because on one hand. They are kind of desperate. Where do you go if you don't pay him? But on the other hand, you have a god squad right now. Like, you have two great running backs. Three, really. Offensive line, good receivers, good defense, and he can't get it done. So if you pay him, oh my god. Like, you guys are going to be right back to where you were. I just, if it's me in Cleveland, I know you've had so many bad quarterbacks in a row that you kind of just feel like you can't leave Baker. But if he's not accepting under 30 million a year, then I have to let him go. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, he's, he's just, seems like a pretty, pretty average quarterback. Like just doesn't, and he doesn't never, do much ever, well. ever, ever ask for Mike Tomlin's firing again. The fact that he has these guys four and three is fucking no. unreal. Mike Tomlin is like a top five coach in the NFL and has been for a while. It I, is ridiculous. This team can't even score in their fucking third. I mean, he almost took him to the playoffs in the, the Duck Hodges year. You know like, what's crazy is this Pittsburgh team, as shit as they are, they're they're four and three in their next two games are the Bra- are the Bears and Lions. They could easily be six and three. And they can't fucking score points. Like it nope, is unbelievable. It nope. is unbelievable what this team is doing. Yeah. And Jesus. Terry Bradshaw, like is so bad at not being Steelers biased. Like before the game, he was like, this is the week, Ben, let's lose. The Steelers are going to open it up on this Browns defense. Like what indication has anyone been given that they will let it loose, quote unquote, on any defense? Like, yeah. no, they're awful. They suck. If um, Najee Harris were to go down, I don't think they'd score 10 points again this season. Yeah, I mean, and, like, Ben is bad, but, like, yeah. is anybody even going to do much better? Like, they they just are fundamentally not good. Their O-line is, like, you know, you're used so to the Steelers' O-line being, like, oh, Ben is back there for six seconds, and he's just standing there. But, nope. It's so, it's so bad. Yeah, I, that it's team's – that all, that defense deserves everything. They carry the shit out of that team. <laughs> they all do, right. indeed. Let's go into some other games. Eagles-Lions, 44-6. Rams, Texans, 38-22. Bears, 49ers, 33-22. Patriots, Chargers, 27-24. This was a pretty big upset as well. This is like... Jones, baby. I just don't know. Yeah, like, this Patriots team shows glimpse of, like, yeah, I could see them being the seventh seed. But then at other times, like, holy shit, is Mac Jones really the answer? Like... Have they lost a game though this year badly? I don't think so. Like they, every game that they've lost has been very close. And the game they lost to the Saints. Lost the Saints 15. by two scores. I think that's the only. They I think it's the, the only Dolphins team though that's beaten them by two. Yeah, they which they should have the won Bucks that game by two, and they lost to the Cowboys by one. 
or by six. So no, yeah, that is true. No, they're like they are in all of these games, and I don't think they have like enough to be a contender by any means. But I mean, this team is solid. They probably could find themselves in the postseason. Yeah. And the Chargers, uh, what a wasted opportunity. I mean, they are back-to-back, you know, losses for them. Things are not looking as good as they were to start the year, and they're a team that I believed in a lot, but they cannot stop the run game at all. No, but they get the Eagles and Vikings. Yeah, we'll Dalvin see. Cook, we'll I don't see. know about that. So, all right, um, we'll up see. next is the Jaguars-Seahawks 31-7. Bucks Saints, 36-27. Jameis Winston's out for the year. Trevor Simeon for the win. Uh, we were talking about this game a little bit before uh, we got on the podcast, Jackson. What were your thoughts on this game? Yeah. I'm very impressed with the Saints, man. I thought, you know, this entire time, like how the hell did Green Bay get their ass kicked by this team week one? And granted, I think if Green Bay rematched, rematched them, it wouldn't be that bad. But, oh my God, this defense is awesome. And for some reason... They they make Brady uncomfortable every time they play. Yes, sure, the Bucks beat him in the playoffs last year. Drew Brees literally played like Nathan Peterman in that game. Like, the Saints have Brady's number right now for some reason. And, you know, I, I want to believe in New Orleans. Without a quarterback, though, it's hard. That's the thing. This New Orleans team would, is really a quarterback away from contending. And they're 5-2 and two without Michael Thomas this year. So, like, they're undermanned. They're an interesting team. I still don't think they can win the South – but Tampa, that's a big loss because in the NFC, the Cowboys, the Packers, the Cardinals, the Rams, you're going to be fighting all of them for the one seed. That's a big loss. Yeah, I mean, that's a big a loss because it was it my is, lock It of the is week. a huge Fuck loss. Fuck you, Brady. Yep. Yeah, Brady Fuck fucked you, me Tom. out of lock of the week. Piece <laughs> no, of shit. Wait, so is is it not going to be Taysom Hill? Is Are they not doing No, that's that? the thing. Taysom I think they Hill. should keep Trevor Simeon as a starting quarterback and keep Taysom Hill as the – like package that they have with him. Well, they do have those two, and then they've got Ian Book, who was at Notre Dame a year ago, and they like oh, him. Oh, God, no, no, so, no. I don't know. But Taysom Hill, I don't think, is going to be the quarterback. That doesn't seem to be the case. Did you see Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers is in the conversation. Philip yep. Rivers said he would listen if they reached out. Uh, also, it didn't happen today. I don't think they would cut him, but Trubisky was a guy I knew they had interest in, so it's – We'll see. Uh, Ooh, I think he, I would like to see Philip Rivers. I think he'd do a bit of a job with them. Look, Sean Payton's a hell of a coach. Like there is no denying it. And the he wasn't bad in, in in Indy last year. No, Philip wasn't that bad. Uh, the arms, think, the arm strength is just gone for Philip. I'll never forget. Well, when here's the thing. One second left. It's always uh, all right, Jacoby. You're going out. You're throwing the yeah. hail mary. <laughs> but here's the good thing: is Sean Payton over you know the last how many years has done short passes with Drew Brees. Drew Brees wasn't a deep pass quarterback, and neither was really Winston this year. That They changed it to, like, check down to Kamara, you know, throw slants, Michael Thomas. Like, it could actually work if they do that. I'd be intrigued to see. I know some people are saying, oh, reach out to Drew Brees. Don't do that. Drew Brees looked so bad at the end of last year. Like, it's over. Oh, Philip Rivers would make more not, sense. He's going to end up coming back. Watch. No Watch. way. No way he's giving up that job at NBC to come back. Hell no. Dude, I still will never forget when he didn't. He he conveniently went off the air when they talked about like John Gruden. <laughs> what? He's just recused. Him. He's recused himself from all like conversations about that. <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. Um. 
Washington. Oh, you you haven't heard about that? No. No. So like the they come back from commercial and they're gonna talk about like the the John Gruden emails, and this is before the homophobic ones came out. So it was only about racism at this point, and like Drew Brees just randomly isn't on the set for that part. Like they took him out for a little bit. Why? They didn't want to hear his take. I thought that was funny. Yeah, right. probably because of like what he did last year with the uh, nail. Well, yeah, shit. exactly. It's just like if I was him, like I would have slam dunked on that. I would have been like, yeah, I, you know, I've been there myself, but now I'm a. Now I know everything. Did y'all see my tweet last night on Primetime KC about Sorensen and Neiman yes. involved in the John Gruden email scandal? I was like, the NFL should look into this. I heard that they were involved. All right. <laughs> I mean, uh, knows, you'd probably be up, surprised what you could find. Up yeah. next, football team, Broncos 17-10. Cowboys, Vikings 20-16, Cooper Rush. This Cowboys team is looking pretty damn well good because if Cooper Rush can beat the Vikings with that offense – Dak Prescott can do anything with that offense, and that's what he's shown with us so far this year. They're is this Cowboys team Chiefs. a very good like, – are they a contender, They're Johnson? very good. They're, they're, they're going to smush the Chiefs. They're a contender. It comes down – I think they're Vim, Tampa, Green Bay, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Those five, that's going to be the NFC. And Dallas – I think Dallas is the second or third best team right now. I think they're behind Green Bay and the Rams, but that's not a slight. They're all very, very close. Again, it goes back to I think McCarthy's a moron. Uh, but you know, I do think that the Cowboys are a legit team this year. Defensively, they are so much better than they have been. And Kellen Moore, their offensive coordinator, Boise State legend, he's gonna get a head coaching job this offseason. Oh yeah, he's been really good. I've been impressed with the play calling whenever I watch them. And I, it's interesting. Would it would it be safe to say that this year that both the conferences are like very, we're very well contested at the top. Like <laughs> they're very, they're, they're very well even. What? What I think is the NFC has a very high top. Like those top five teams I just named are really freaking good. And then there's a huge drop off. The AFC, there's just like everybody's kind of in it. Like there's yeah. there's like I a group saying, of like, like the eight AFC to nine teams that are in it. There's no dominant team in the AFC by any means. Every week. By like all you, means, if the Chiefs pull it around, don't count them out. Yeah. That's the thing. That's that's like the one thing of optimism. There is, is no like no- Nobody's a world beater. There's nobody that's like you got to get past that team. You know, like it. Yeah, some people might say it's the Bills. Some people might say it's the Ravens. Buffalo is really good, like, but yeah. Some people might say it's the Chargers, even which. Yeah, is- they got too many flaws, I believe. But here's the thing: like the difference is like right now, every single AFC team has at least two losses, and every single AFC team has at least one home loss. Which, when you look at the NFC. That's not even close. The NFC, you've got four teams with only one loss. <laughs> you've got the the Cardinals, Rams, Cowboys, and Packers all seven and one. Cowboys are six and one. So the NFC is more top heavy, I believe, but the AFC has more like variety. We'll see. I think both. I'm like so excited this year. I think both conferences playoffs will be on freaking real. There is like no legitimate favorite. All right, with that, let's get into week nine. Uh, lock of the week standings. Everyone lost except John, so John continues his uh, seven-game win streak. I'm five and three. Jackson's three and five. Underdog of the week, we all lost. So Jackson and I are three and four. John's four and three. Let's get into it. Starting it off, Thursday night football. Jets, Colts. Colts minus ten and a half. Jackson, who you like? Do I ride the Mike White train now? I'll take the Colts here. Uh, I do really. I'm not gonna lock this, but I do really like Jets plus ten and a half here. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if underdog of the week was just they have to cover, I would pick the Jets underdog of the week. But, that's what makes underdog of the week fun. Exactly. So, for that reason, I'm going Colts. Oh, shoot. You know, I honestly thought about locking Colts. I know you guys don't like it, but I've, I've been pretty impressed with the Colts. Like, I they they always seem to have, like, a very sturdy team. Frank Reich definitely <laughs> knows what he's doing. I'm not going to take them, but I'm picking them. Uh, and I think that Colts are actually pretty damn good. And if they can put a, a string of games together, they're going to get in the playoff conversation as well. All right. I, yeah, I think I love I like the Colts, but Wentz, I don't know if you saw that stupid ass in pick six he threw in the last minute. He always does stupid shit. Like he, he's due every game to do something yeah. so dumb to blow the game. Yeah, that's fair. For All sure. Right. Falcons, Saints, Saints minus six. Jackson, who do you like? I do like New Orleans, and I really would have taken Atlanta here if it wasn't for Calvin Ridley not going to be with Atlanta. Uh, yeah, the New Orleans are really good. Saints are good. I just the quarterback question mark is obviously a problem to me. So, yeah, give me the Saints to win, especially at home. All right, uh, give me the Saints. I like the Saints too. I think this is going to be a close game. I would pick Falcons plus six, but I do like the Saints to win. Hmm, I'm going to take, shoot. Mm. Yeah, screw it. I'll go Falcons underdog of the week. Oh, wow. Okay. I yeah. thought about it. I'll take them. All right. I thought about it. Falcons versus Saints. All right. Next up, Bills, Jags. Bills minus 14 and a half. Jackson, who do you like? Buffalo blowout. Jacksonville's terrible. Buffalo lock of the week blowout? No, I'm not going to lock them. I have, a, I have a lock I like a lot more, but I do like Buffalo to win this game. All right. I also do like the Bills in this game. I think they covered, but I like a cover. I like a line more, but I'm, I'm really scared that you're going to take it. So, Perhaps. All right. The pros of being last. John? And then I'll take Buffalo, obviously. All right, next up, Browns, Bengals, Bengals minus two and a half. This has moved. It was three when we before we got on. Um, I like Bengals here, though. Teams that lose to the Jets seem to come in pissed off. You saw the Titans do it. I think the Bengals do it. Baker's a mess right now. The Browns are a mess offensively right now. I like the Cincinnati Bengals to win this game at home. I really thought you were going to say lock of the week. Nope, not locking that. Because that would have made me mad. Are you locking it? No, I'm I'm not locking it. I'm not no. locking it. But give me the Bengals. I agree with everything you said. I think this. I just don't think the Browns are clicking right now. They're not good. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm locking the Bengals. Thank y'all. Okay. I'm gonna say that like as you know like oh thank y'all but I I do like the Bengals in this one. Well, there's um, one more game. See, I was really thinking about it, but there's one more game where I'm like, if I can get that line, then I'm going to take it. I got to be honest. This was going to be, and I'm an idiot because I'm 3-5 and five in lock of the week, but this was going to be like maybe like one of the like last three I would have taken. Like, I hate this line. So I, anything Jackson is, picks, fade it. I just, <laughs> yeah. like, I just like the Bengals at home. I think it's a good game for them to win. And from what I saw from the Browns last week, they're not, they're not on it. Right now. What the Bengals just <laughs> lost to the Jets, bro? Like I, don't I know, know they I, did. I know I they have did, problems. But I feel like they have a higher. Seed. I know 
No, that's fair. I'm like, no, no pick is a lock. This is a somewhat tricky line, but yeah. I got to go early with it. I don't hate this one. Yeah, so. John's probably going to go to eight and one, to be honest. He probably will. No, probably not. Now that I defended the pick a little bit, it's going to be seven and two. <laughs> All right. Next up, Broncos, Cowboys, Cowboys minus 10. Yeah. I don't care who plays quarterback in this one. I like Dallas. Uh, that, yeah, I mean, God, Denver, they beat bad teams. That's what they do. They beat Washington. They beat the Jags. They beat the Jets. And uh, who, who was their one, like, non-semi-shit win? I don't know. But, yeah, they're going to get their ass beat. Dallas is just on another level right now. Yeah, uh, this is the game I was talking about, giving the Cowboys lock of the week. Okay. They're, they're and yet again, I am the last one to lock. They're eight and zero in uh, against the spread. They are. So, so now that I pick them, I know they're gonna lose. We'll see. Okay, yeah. I gotta use the pooper. All right, be back in a second, John. All right, so let's talk about the trade deadline, Josh. Uh, Chiefs today they made two moves. First one way more notable than the second. So the first move they get Melvin Ingram for a sixth round pick. What are your thoughts on that move? I mean, we wanted to sign him in the offseason. It uh, didn't really work out. I don't know if what Ingram didn't like about this team, but Steelers were like six-round pick. We'll take it. And it makes me question it because last week the Steelers were like, yes, the Chiefs are interested in Ingram, but their offer was laughable. We gave you a six-round pick, so that means we offered you a seventh-round pick last week. It could right. have been a sixth-round pick. They could have thought that was laughable, and then they realized nobody else was going to offer anything. So they were like, okay, we'll do it. So I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I, know, but I'm just saying, like, it just shows you, like, I don't know. I like the pick. I like the trade. We need we need a uh, right-outside linebacker. We need to improve this D-line. It cannot hurt. It simply can't. There is nothing that, <laughs> there is yeah, nothing no. that they can do. <laughs> Nothing Ingram can do to make things worse than, you know, the pass rush has already been so poor this season. So I liked that deal. I was surprised we got him, actually. I knew Pittsburgh wanted to send him to the NFC. Sixth, I mean, who gives a shit? It's a sixth-round pick. Like, sure, we got Trey Smith in the sixth tier, but still, sixth-round picks, how often do those guys work out? It's not too often. So I liked that trade. And then the trade right before the deadline that really, I guess, like, it's hard to have a strong opinion on this. Chiefs trade Laurent Duvernay Tardif to the Jets for some tight end named what the hell's his name? I don't even know. He's probably uh, gonna be a he's he's gonna be behind Noah Gray. He's probably gonna get cut. I don't know why they would do it. I guess I don't know. Cap. They got goddamn. Cap where space. is it? They, it could have been cap space. Yeah. No, it was. I, it freed up a million and a half. Yeah, they were literally just looking for somebody then. They got Daniel Brown is his name, a tight end. Has no catches this year. So, yeah, that was a complete salary dump off. Um, Duvernay Tardif had not played all year. So, that's fine. And there's really no spot on the offensive line for Duvernay Tardif either. Like, the offensive line is pretty set. So, that made sense. Uh, going around the league for other trades, Von Miller to the Rams. What do you think about that move? Uh if that's all it took for two second-round picks or a second-round and a third-round pick, I would have given the Rams two second-round picks. Or I would have given the Broncos two second-round mm. picks. Really? I would have taken Von Miller in a heartbeat. I know. That's the thing. Like I, I think, think if we're in any other city. division, I think we would have Von Miller right now. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if the Chiefs were even in on him, but maybe that's just because they realized that they couldn't get him. So... I don't know. And then there was another guy that got traded today to the 49ers for a sixth-round pick. 
Charles, um, I don't know how to say this guy's last name, Amin Hugh. He's 24, a defensive end, and the Chiefs were in on him. They ended up not getting him. He went to the Niners for a sixth-round pick. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I have no clue about that. It would have been nice to have him, though. 24-year-old, that would have been nice to have a younger guy, but that's all right. And I then, think uh, we're in a win-now mentality, so. I mean, that, he would have helped win now. I mean, I don't know. Melvin Ingram. Yeah, he would have helped win now, but, like, Melvin Ingram, I think, is more well-built and definitely helps the Chiefs to a win now than win, be okay this year and win now next year, if that makes sense. Because this is pretty much our last year. Eh, maybe. So we have to pay Mahomes. That's true, but it's also going to be like we're eventually going to get the relief of no more Matthew contract, no more Frank Clark contract. So yeah, I, I can't mean, wait till the day comes when Frank Clark's not a chief anymore. For real. It's the best game he's played like ever in Kansas City last night, and it's taken him three years to do that. And, and it wasn't even that. I didn't year. even realize it was his best game. Like He really didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't realize it either, but PFF loved him last night for some reason. Uh the Rams released Deshaun Jackson. Would you have any interest in that? From my shit. Okay, John. Welcome back from your little coffee shit. We're talking about the trade deadline. Uh, so let's wrap it up. Would you get Deshaun Jackson if you're the Chiefs? Oh, uh, it, isn't the deadline closed? He got yes. released. He got released. Oh, he got released. Oh, yes. I would. Well, can we? Why not? I mean, cap room? Well, we freed up a million by treating Laurent... Trading Laurent Duvernay Tardif today, so okay. Well, that better be what we're doing because I will 100% sign up for that. But we're okay. Deshaun yeah, Jackson's Josh, no better Josh than Josh Gordon. Gordon. And Deshaun Jackson. We're yeah, gonna have like, two washed up wide receivers. I was gonna say like, okay, no, Josh Gordon actually got 40% of the snaps last night. Like we're actually starting to put him into the mixture. He just can't get open. We'll see. He's he's just now kind of getting a feel for All it. Right. We'll see. Let's we get back into game picks. picks now. John, who you got? Broncos, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys. All right. Next up, Texans, Dolphins. Dolphins minus six and a half. Mm. This is this is ugly. I'm gonna take the Dolphins to win, but if Tyrod Taylor is playing, I would have really liked to have known because I would have taken the Texans, but I will take the Dolphins here. Yeah. So I'm trying to fuck it. You know what? Texans underdog of the week. I'm taking the risk that Tyrod Taylor's playing. Yeah, that's what you have that's to do there. That's that's what you have to go with. Um, I'm gonna take the Dolphins. Sounds good. Right. <laughs> Sorry, we're all a little stuffed up. It sounds like. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Raiders Giants. Raiders minus three. Oh, I thought you coughed earlier, John. So. Nope. Raiders, Raiders Giants. Minus three. Raiders minus three. Oh god. Coming off a bye, they've actually been a lot better at post-John Gruden. Yeah, they haven't lost. I'm going to take the Raiders. Um, I don't know how much Henry Ruggs not being with the team anymore will affect them, but for now, I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to take the Giants. I like this Giants team. All right. I think I just realized Jackson's lock of the week. Either that or it's the Chiefs game. Um, Vikings, Ravens. Ravens minus five and a half. Not my lock of the week, but I do take the Ravens here. Off a of bye week, they got embarrassed the week before the bye. Minnesota's just not that good of a team. I like the Ravens to win. Not locking it. 
Oh, never mind. There's another game that you might like. I don't know why I didn't look at these lines more. I could have definitely done better than Cowboys minus 10. I'm, I'm always get first dibs and I'm always the last to take one. I'm like, what the hell? Well, yeah, because Maybe everyone's like, we don't, know, we don't know when you're going to strike because you're all exactly. over the so place. I've got, that, that is true. I do have the luxury of knowing I can get whatever I want. Exactly. Like, But we don't. Like, especially John. Like so, all right. All right. Uh, Continuing. I'm going to take the Ravens. I like this Ravens team coming off a of bye week, like you said. This is a very good Ravens team. And while this Vikings team is coming off a tough loss to the Cowboys, I think they're losing uh, ways. Continue. Uh, yeah, this is Cowboys, right? Yeah. Or the Ravens, sorry. Or the Cowboys. What? Either one. Either Ravens or – no, not the Cowboys. We oh, thinking. my God, John. <laughs> Ravens and Vikings. Ravens. Okay. All right. Next up, Patriots, Panthers, Patriots minus four. I am going to go with the Patriots to win this game because Sam Darnold is shit. I thought you were about to say lock of the week. I was going to say that's nope. shocking. Next Not game. locking it. One of the next two games will be your lock of the week. I guarantee we it. We shall see. We shall see. I'm taking the Pan- or the Patriots, not the Panthers. I'm not, a, I'm not a believer anymore in Sam Darnold. Um, that shitty team. Yep. Give me the Patriots. John. I'll take the Patriots as well. God damn. Um, no, sorry. I don't I don't feel I don't feel the uh the uh the uh Panthers in this one. <laughs> They're not playing the Panthers, dumbass. They're <laughs> Yeah, they are dumb. Yeah, they are. It was supposed to see if he was listening or not, Jackson. Shut up, Josh. Move on. No, man, All right. Um... Chargers, Eagles, Chargers minus a point and a half. Yeah, this is it. I'm yep, locking I, in the Chargers one and a yeah. half. I was uh, like, when I saw that line, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, listen, they are bad against teams that can run the football. The Eagles really don't have a great running game, especially without Miles Sanders. So this one's pretty easy for me. I like the Chargers to win this one. All right. I like the Chargers in this as well. I would take Chargers minus six and a half, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, being a road game is interesting, but... Yeah, I got, I got to stay. Chargers one and a half. And that feels too easy. And they still get the Pacific time kickoff, so they're fine. It, it feels too. It feels too easy. I don't know what they're doing with this line. Yeah, this was my first pick, and I figured you would pick this, so that's why I went with the Bengals. Good job. Um, yeah, so Chargers. <laughs> All right, next up, Packers Chiefs. This, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's even. Pick them. It it's literally an even line. As of now. As of uh, Tuesday would assume at 5.32 p.m. I would assume this moves in Green Bay's direction. Yes. Uh, look, we can't take an underdog of the week here because it's not a three-point spread, but uh, I'm taking the Packers to win this game. This is the one week it happens every so often where I have to go to war with you guys, and uh, this is Packers week for me. I apologize. Uh, we're not going to war because I'm picking the Packers as well. This is going to be an ass-kicking. Like... This might be worse than Titans game. We'll see. Like, I'm um, going in here knowing that we're probably going to lose. Like, I'm just going to laugh it off. Like, I'm not going to be disappointed if we lose. I'll just accept it. It'd be a yeah. hell of an upset. I am oh, if we win this weird. game, I think we, I think something turned. Yeah, something would have to turn drastically if they win this game. Yeah, I'm going to say we take an L. Um... 
without a doubt. And I honestly thought you would also lock this, and I didn't want to have to wait, so I just picked exactly. early. Um, I think this is a pretty easy pick as well. Um, the Chiefs are just not as good a team. It's not even really close, to be quite honest. And, yeah, I mean, that's what it boils down to for me. It's just hard for me to see The biggest problem with this game, and this, this is the tragedy that – if you don't watch the Packers a bunch, you wouldn't know this. But as a Packers fan, this is bad for the Chiefs. They play two high, two high safety more than any team in the league. So that look that's been giving Kansas City the most trouble this year, Green Bay, that's literally they play that more than anybody. So there is a problem. Unless the Chiefs figure that out in the next week, there will be problems. Uh-oh, did you see that the Packers QB, Kirk, Kirk, Ben Kirk? Kirk, he's got COVID, yeah. Uh-oh. Look, they've had COVID problems. Uh oh! Did Rodgers have COVID? They might be able to start Jordan Love and win this game. Like that's how bad the Chiefs have been. So, yeah, I can't wait till Rodgers gets COVID, and you're just gonna be so pissed. I would be so fucking mad. Last chance to see Rodgers, and he gets COVID. No, last chance to see Rodgers, Mahomes. Because you damn well know we are not. We've never seen it. We keep getting fucked. Like we, the first year they're supposed to play. You can't say we keep getting fucked. We've only been fucked once. We've been fucked three times. 2019, we could have had it. Oh, Super Bowls. They've been in the NFC. They've been in the championship game twice now, and Green Bay's got fucked both times. So we've had three chances to see this, and we haven't gotten to see it yet. So hopefully uh, we get to see this. All right. Titans or Rams? Rams minus eight. Von Miller's debut with the Rams. Is it crazy to think that that's a little disrespectful to the Titans? No, like, not that one, is, hey, that is very it, no, it's not disrespectful one bit. When you lose Derrick Henry, the Titans are a, a good team. Not a great. And they're playing a great team. Still I think the Rams win, but my goodness, <laughs> 8 feels like a lot. The Titans are still a solid team. All right. Uh yeah, give me the Rams. I like the Rams in this game a lot to be honest. Give me Rams by minus 10. Yeah, I'll take the Rams as well. And and yeah. Jackson's uh, has to be his underdog of the week, no matter what. It is the Bears Steelers, Steelers minus six and a half. Yeah, this is going to be my underdog of the week. Uh, Let me ask you this: Did you forget underdog of the week, or was this your underdog no, of the week? No, actually, I had it between this and the Falcons, and uh, this was the one I ended up picking. I just feel like the Steelers aren't a very good football team. And I don't know. Justin Fields actually looked a little better last week. I, I'm still fully anticipating the Bears to lose this game, but I just wanted to go into Monday night not having lost my underdog of the week. So I'll take the Bears underdog of the week, unfortunately, for my own mental health. All right. Uh, that'll be it for that is, Kansas City. That is the week. Also, yeah. you know, do you think we ignore the World Series? The last post Sports Center has made yeah. about MLB – the dot was the Dodgers getting eliminated. They have not made a as Sports Center's account has not made one single post about the World Series. And so they'll make if you think one we're about not, it tonight when the Braves win. Yeah, yeah, when the Braves win, they'll be like the Braves have won for the first time in 26 years and pretend I, to care. And I can't but wait to see the comments. The comments are going to be like, "Oh, the World Series was going on at Sports Center." But yeah, when it Omar comes down to it, it, it is it all just comes in, it all just comes down with money. What gets you the most money? You know that if the Dodgers were in this World Series, there'd be like thirty posts. Like, oh, that's there'd what's be dicks. There'd be dick stocking going on. Like that's what pisses me off. I hope the Braves win tonight. Solaire's actually been very clutch in this series somehow. So yeah, rooting on rooting for you, Atlanta. Don't blow a three-one lead, or else uh, you might as well just sell all your teams if you lose this one. Yep. All right. We'll see we you guys leave it at that. on the next episode of Primetime Kansas City. Peace. Peace.